What is up, Pretty in the Paint family? What's up? This is your host, Miss Lady Sade, and I am coming to you very live in full effect from my beautiful home. And I really just want to say this. It's good vibes. Like, I just feel great today. Um, Pretty Women Love Purpose is available on Amazon.com. Somebody was telling me they're having a hard time finding the actual book which is a little bizarre to me. Um, Yeah, so there are people trying to order. If you want to order it, just contact me and I will try to order some author copies so that I can find it, get it to you. Just reach out to me and I will make sure that you are getting the book, okay? Um, Today's particular episode is balance. Today's episode is about duality. I'm going to call this episode duality. I think that a lot of times when we are going through our spiritual journey, when we are going through our changes and we're growing or whatever the case may be, that people think that we're going to be perfect. And I've always said, like, first of all, I want to start by saying this too. I feel so good of where I am on my journey because I've given myself permission to not be perfect. And so in giving myself that permission to not be perfect, I understand that I do sometimes have emotions. I do sometimes want to better myself or I want to be around people that make me feel better. I understand that I need solitude. I understand that I need um, interaction. So, you know, all these things that we experience, understanding that these are two different sides of the same coin and giving ourselves the grace and love to basically experience our life and live our life based on what's best for us and what we feel like will help us grow in that moment is 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 such a wonderful thing um it's also really great because like so during this week and I was telling a friend of mine this I had started kind of feeling down on myself about my physical appearance, you know? And so being the person that I am, I started to kind of dive a little bit deeper with that and see why I was feeling this way or what was causing me to feel a certain type of way about my looks and my whatever, right? And so the biggest thing that I've realized is that I look the way that I look because that was the way I'm supposed to look. God made me exactly how I'm supposed to be. So, yes, there are such things as cosmetic procedures. There are such things as enhancements and different things like that. But the more I embrace myself, I realize I look like my parents. I look like my mom and I look like my dad, you know. And so far be it for me to scroll the Internet and allow the Internet to make me feel a certain kind of way about myself when I know that I am the way that I'm supposed to be. I'm slim. I'm dark. I got short hair right now because I cut it off. But if I want to put a wig on, I can. Like, I am me. And I'm okay with that. Um, And that in and of itself is such a powerful place to be. Because when you look at yourself and you look at your life, especially when you look at your life from a place of gratitude, it's like, I wouldn't want to be nobody else. I don't know. I know the intricacies and the ins and outs of my experience in life. I don't know what anybody else is going through. Now, I will say this. It is possible to look at people's lives from a perspective of compassion, but to say I will give up my life and trade my life for someone else's life when I don't know what they're really going on through behind closed doors, I don't I don't want that for me. I like my life. And I like how I learn. And I like the pace at which I learn. 
I feel like um, I heard Zoe Saldana say that, but I also heard Maya Angelou say that. Like, I feel like it's something incredible about full self-acceptance and accepting yourself exactly where you are in your moment right now. Yes, it is great to dream towards the future, but you cannot go towards the future if you don't accept the present. I've spent so much time looking at the past that that is irrelevant at this point in my life. And two, people are going to think whatever they want to think about you. If people are committed to misunderstanding you, that's going to be on them. But at the end of the day, when you know who you are and what you're working towards and who you are in the present moment and how far you've come, like I feel like that's a really big thing too. Taking into account how far you've really come from some things that people have no idea in real life how you've overcome and how you've been such an overcomer and how you can wake up in the morning and have gratitude in your heart how you can wake up in the morning and say I'm gonna take this time and read my bible I'm gonna take this time and stretch or whatever whatever you do drink some water whatever you do shoot if you want to vape in the morning whatever you feel like you do to make you feel good about yourself in that day meditating doing something kind for a stranger spending time with your family and, and, and loving them where they are and giving them the space to be themselves, you know? Um, it's really, really powerful. You know, it's really, really powerful. And I think that, too, because we do think so far ahead, like, a lot of us don't even give ourselves the grant, grant ourselves the grace to, like, say, okay, I'm getting out of bed and my feet are touching the ground. I'm walking to my kitchen and I'm actually going to make me some food and I'm going to look at the food that I prepared for myself and I'm going to eat with my eyes first and I'm going to breathe in the food and smell the food and embrace that and, you know, enjoy my food and taste it in my mouth and, and, and love that moment. We already be like, okay, what I need to do tomorrow. Okay, well, I need to do this day, this day, this this day. And so, like, the importance of being present and just just being thankful for right now, you know, for right now. And two, um, for a minute, I had kind of got consumed with like love and relationships. I feel like that is the biggest thing that is on the forefront of communication. That's the thing that's on the forefront of people's mind. That's the thing as far as like, everybody wants to be in a relationship. And I get it. It's totally different now though, because it's like, Some people want to be in poly relationships, kind of, and then they don't, and then they're so consumed with, like, want to be monogamous, and da, da, da. like, it's so many things with love and relationships. I feel like this about relationships. I'm at the point in my life where I want to, first of all, like I said in another episode, I want to show up as my greatest version in a relationship. I also want to allow men to get to know me as a friend. Because I'm fiery sometimes. I really can be fiery sometimes. But I'm not always like that. None of us are always like that. Like, we all, emotions are here, there, here, there, here, there. Yes, we learn to manage our emotions as we grow. But ultimately, I tell any man that wants to get to know me or, you know, any man that I want to get to know as well, like, let's be, let's get to know each other as friends. It is something really great when you go somewhere and you have male friends that will see about you and make sure that you're okay and are you good, you know? Like, it was funny because I heard somebody say something along the lines of, like, that black women don't feel safe 
with black men. And so I was having a conversation with a good friend of mine and I was telling her, I was like, you know, I don't think that men have, not all men, because some men are very much in tune with themselves, but I don't think that men have, some men have compartmentalized that, you know, as black women, some women have really suffered abuse at the hands of the men that were in them in their lives that were supposed to protect them. And I have talked about this in another episode previously. I think I might have deleted it, but that is where the compassion comes in because guess what? There are black men who have endured the same type of sexual abuse or physical abuse at the hands of women in their lives as they were being up, up you know, in their upbringing or whatever they was being raised or whatever the case may be. So being in this space of not blaming other people, not blaming, um, you know, people that you want to be in relationship with or whatever on how you respond. Like I do have a, a friend, you know, and at the beginning of our friendship, like we rekindled our friendship. And so at the beginning of our friendship, I would take a lot of my emotions and feelings out on him. Like, I would literally take them out on him. I would be unkind to him. I would be, I would say so many hurtful things to this man. And I appreciate him because he never let me down as far as, no matter how many times I disappeared, no matter how many times I was unkind to him, he was always very kind. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like for that reason, I'm grateful to have him in my life because from my perspective, a warped, unhealthy perspective at that time, I was creating drama in the relationship. I was creating a discord between us. I was creating um, just something that was very uneasy to be in. And whatever his perspective is on the situation, he never hurt me back. You know what I'm saying? He never made me feel like... I'm not, granted, he done did some things that have nothing to do with me. That was all him as far as whatever he decided to do to, to express and, you know, kind of get out how he felt about it. But he was still a friend at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? He still kind of gave me advice like, oh, I don't like when you do that. I don't like when... And I feel like, in a way, it helped us learn how to communicate better. I don't look at him and be like, oh, yep, this is my husband, and we're just going to be so romantically involved. I don't look at him like that. I look at him as a friend first. And I think that because we're all in this state of figuring it out, which is, like, so incredible because we really are all in a space of figuring this out. We are in a space of figuring life out. We are in a space that every day we are a different version of ourselves. And every day we get to say, it's okay if a certain person isn't in my life. It's okay if a certain person is in my life, I'm going to enjoy the time that I have with them. I'm going to do my best to show up better every single time I interact with them. You know what I mean? And people are really growing and changing. This is really an ebbs and flows kind of situation. And I think a lot of other things come into play if you've been drinking, if you've been smoking, if you whatever, whatever. All these different things come into play when we are living life. If you having a bad day, if you having a good day, these different things come into play in our lives. And so the more that we allow ourselves to express, expression is not always elegant. Like, 
Nah, expression is not always elegant. And just to think that because we create a certain version of a person in our mind that we know them, we don't know people. I really want to say that. Unless you get to know somebody on a deeper level and you really get to know them, that's the only way you're going to know them. (laughs) The version of them that you create in your mind is irrelevant. It truly is. And two, being in this space of everything happens exactly how it's supposed to happen. In the most positive way. Like me and my friend, we went to a beach party yesterday and I told her, as we go, I'm like, everything is going to be great. We're going to have a great time. We did. We had a ball. We found great parking. The event was amazing. Everybody was good vibes. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Life happens, you know. But ultimately, I can walk away from an experience and say, I had a really great time. And it's been a long time since I had a really great time. Like, really great times are so necessary in this lifetime. You know, those great core memories. My weekend has been amazing. You know, I spent time with my mom and looking at my mom now from an adult perspective, whatever, my mom is so funny. My grandma, my daddy, the people around me that are staples in my life, my family, and almost like people that I found myself because I was trying to find myself. I found myself in some type of a war with them that I created, but it was also getting to a space where I could talk to them. And tell them, this is how I feel. And even now, if I was to have a conversation with my mom or my dad about certain things, hey, this is how I feel. I don't know how receptive they would be about certain things. But a lot of the deep core things that we've talked about, we've talked about them. You know, I feel like that's really huge when you have those conversations to say to somebody, this is something that was put on me at a young age. I have to give it back to you to process it however you will because I'm processing it like this. This is my understanding. This is where I'm at with it. Okay, now I need you to help me understand it from your perspective. There, you might not get the answer that you want. You might not get the answer that you're expecting. I think that that's what happens too. Like You might not get the answer that you're expecting from that person. But at the same time, that's that person's truth in the moment. I can't fault my dad for having his own opinion. I can't fault my mom for having her own opinion about what the experience was for her. These are experiences for a reason, you know? And I love it here. I love experiences. I love... I just love life. I love how things are going. Like, I have deeply rooted faith that things are always working out how they should work out. And so, having a certain level of understanding of yourself. First of all, one thing about me, <laughs> I know that if I drink a little bit too much, I'm, gonna, I'm going to, if I feel some type of way, I'm going to express that, feel some type of way. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's life. It's life. You know what I'm saying? And so, as we grow and we mature and we experience, we change. We we, we look at things from different perspectives. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I'm still here. I'm still happy. Still living good. Still grateful, you know, because... 
that's just what it is. Like, and I will say this too. As we go through life and we experience and we see things like, you're still God's child. Everybody. Even the people who chose to detach. Think about the prodigal son. Y'all know I was going to bring God. Why are you looking like that? Don't do that. You already knew I was going to say something about God. You knew I was. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I was. Well, this is not nothing new. Um, but ultimately, we still got child. Let me tell you something. Yesterday, on the way to the beach party, y'all, I was cussing so much. I could not believe how many cuss words I used yesterday. Like, that's not even... even as I present to y'all, y'all see how much better I've been at presenting, okay? I feel like the more I do my podcast, the more I put my episodes out, it's just going to, they're just going to get better and better. But yesterday, girl, um, on the way to the um, pool party, whatever, the beach party, girl, I was cussing so much. My friend was in the car and she was just like, and I'm like, girl, I'm so sorry for cussing. Maybe these are cuss words that you don't want to say. I should have took accountability at my moment. But girl, I was cussing a lot and I was like, this is a lot. I had I, I saw it for myself like Donna, you are cussing a lot, very much self-aware. You are cussing a lot, but it's okay though. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I showed up as myself to her. People who love you will love you when you show up as yourself because they'll be like, you know what? I already know what time it is when it comes to her. Like I'm not gonna keep playing this person like they ain't. You know what I'm saying? Like it is what it is. And I I do say this, if you don't particularly care for someone, leave them alone. If you don't like them, don't mess with them. Point blank, period, the end. Now, I do feel like there have been people that you can disconnect from and then you connect with them in real life. Like this, I feel like social media got people messed up sometimes. Like, I really do. Because you can see somebody, let's say I don't follow you on social media. Let's say I unfollowed you or something. Let's say I blocked your shit. And we don't connect on a social media level, but you meet me in person. You be like, you know what? You're a vibe. I really do mess with you. I don't never have to follow your social media to vibe with you. I can disconnect my social media right now. And if you see me in person and you vibe with me, I'm going to know whether you vibe with me or not, whether we vibe on social media or not. That social media thing got people egos messed up. I be getting three likes on my stuff. One like, two likes. I'm still myself. That don't make or break me. I don't even have no Facebook. I deactivated my Facebook. I don't got no TikTok. I don't got no Snapchat. I don't got. I don't have all that stuff. That don't make me me. I am me wholeheartedly. And I think the even more crazy part is that people will meet you when you're healing. People will meet you when you're broken. And they will get used to that version of you. And they will think that that's who you are. Not knowing the version of you that they get in the moment of that day is who you are today, right now. That's who I am today, right now. So it's best that you respect that version of who that person is right then and there today. And it doesn't even mean you judge them. You don't judge nobody based on who they are at the moment. You can decide whether you want to connect with them based on the consistency of other things you've seen in their life with them and you. Anything they doing outside of you, case in point. If I'm, I'm the type of person, hold on. I was, I'm an only child. Basically, you know what I'm saying? I have siblings, but I was raised as an only child. And so it makes you very independent, but it's not like a hyper independence. But it is a, I can be alone by myself. I can be in my room. I can go have dinner by myself. I can go get my nails. I can do that stuff by myself. 
I can go to dinner by myself. I can go to movies by myself because I've always been raised that way, but I can also interact with people. Why not? So if I take a month off of social media and I don't want to go on there or whatever the case may be, that doesn't, I won't, it's not the end all be all. Like I'm not going to jump off of a house because I'm not on social media getting validation from other people, you know? But if somebody comes in your life and the people always say like, don't mess with people who come in and out of your life. Why not? And I, and I say that in the most loving way because people be going through stuff. If I come in your life and then I come out your life, I might need a period to myself. It's never nothing personal when somebody leaves your life. As long as when they come back in your life, they show up on some good vibes. Why fault somebody for being human? Why fault somebody for wanting to process their own shit that they're going through? Like, I've learned not to take it personal when people don't text me right back. I've learned not to take it personal when people um, don't call me. I've learned, like, I used to take that kind of stuff so personal. Like, well, what did I do to them? Baby, how you know they're not in the shower crying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, how you know they're not out in the, in the sunflower field picking sunflowers? How you know they're not with their family doing something that is impactful and changing for their family at the moment, handling their business? And if they are doing something that they feel is best for them, who am I to say they feel like that's best for them in that moment? You don't want to make somebody feel like because of what you don't, they don't do what you want them to do. Like, that's a big thing that I learned from my friend. I don't make nobody do what I want them to do. If somebody wants to do something and be part of my life and be active in my life, I want them to choose to be part of my life and be active in my life. Now, if somebody says something to me or whatever the case may be, and I'm learning about that too. If somebody says something to me and they know that it's important to me or whatever, and they're actively working towards changing that thing, I'm not going to fault them for changing because sometimes we learn things. We are experiencing things that we never learn. Hello? That's why a lot of people are where they are. We're experiencing things that we've never experienced before. We are learning things that we never learned before. We are in this powerful space. In the age of information, it's not always about all the information. It's about trying to, not even trying, it's about using the information and letting it become, uh, making you become a better version of yourself. That's it. That's it. Really, every single thing that we experience is to make us a better version of ourselves. You see what I'm saying? And then, too, I think that I don't know why people think that, like, this this whole rise above thing and stuff like that, like, I get it. I get it. Like, I understand that, positive vibes and all that stuff. But I think that, like, sometimes somebody come at you with some crazy energy, you have to let them know, like, nah, this ain't that. This is not that. This is not that. You're not going to disrespect me. No. <laughs> At all. Not happening. Stop it. For your own self. It's not about me. It's about you. Relax. You know what I'm saying? Relax. Because people be wanting to smoke and then they, they don't understand. Like, they think that a certain way about you. And it's like, this is nothing to do with you. My response has nothing to do with you but it has everything to do with me because right now you're making me feel unsafe and you're making me feel like okay let me just say what I need to say because you're not gonna just handle me any kind of way 
do do what works for you, but don't come over here trying to test the waters with me. Cause I can swim. You see what I'm saying? Um. Anyways, you know, it's okay not to be for everybody. Like I feel like that's what social media have made people think. Like I'm for everybody. Like, oh, I got a thousand likes on my pictures. Now I need to be a local celebrity. Don't you know it's celebrities that people don't like them? And those people go out of their way. Like, those people don't just say, I don't like this celebrity. Let me not talk to them. <laughs> Let me not follow their page. Let me not entertain them. I don't like this celebrity. They go, some of these people go out of their way to say, I don't like this celebrity. Let me go tell them I don't like them. Like, go to the celebrity page. Go look something up. We'll make a fake page. We'll do da 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 to let somebody know that they don't like them. Girl, boy, stop, okay? It's not It's not that serious. If you don't like them, just don't fuck with them. Excuse me, I did say a cuss word. I thought I almost got, a, almost got through a whole episode without saying a cuss word, but that really wasn't a cuss word. It was an expression. Anyways, first of all, too, I want to give a shout-out to my friend. I don't even know who he is, but it was a um, boy at the party or whatever, and he was complimenting my outfit or whatever, telling me I look cute. I appreciate that friend because he was like a fashion guru because the person that hit the girl that he was with was fashioned out, honey. He was fashioned out, honey, and I was rocking my orange Fanta outfit, and I felt real, I felt like a I felt like a black girl in that outfit, okay? It was giving. It was giving summer soda, and I really appreciate that vibe, okay? Like, I just loved it. So, anyways, um, that's it. Pretty Woman Love Purpose is available on Amazon.com. And sometimes, too, let me just say this, and I'm going to go. Sometimes your purpose is just to enjoy your life in the moment. Purpose does not always have to be this big, grand display. Like, everybody has their own level of purpose, Yes, there are millions of dollars out here. There are all these things. But if you can't even accept your moment right now, even if your moment is, and I do love when Coach Thurman used to say this, like, boom, I'm not happy with my life. I want to change my life. Even if that's where you're at in the moment, still be in the moment. That's where I'm at in the moment. Okay, boom. I, I'm just content. That's a moment. Boom, tomorrow I might want to change everything about my life. Boom, that's a moment. Boom, I might want to move somewhere else. These are all moments. But if you're not accepting the moment and being open to the flow of what happens after you've had that thought and sat with that thing, it consigns people to misery. You know what I mean? It confines people to misery. It makes people feel like I'm not enough because they're not accepting just the moment. Okay, I appreciate y'all for living, loving, and refining with me. You know, refinement is a process, but it, it takes time. So thank y'all for living, loving, refining with me. I appreciate y'all for tuning in, tapping in, and turning on the Pretty Independent Podcast. But most importantly, I appreciate you for keeping it pretty in the paint. And that's on period.